Hey, Connor, can you uh, uh, describe the uh, importance of, uh, of uh, uh, RNH on the uh, on both goals in that role? And, and a bit about the evolution of that no-look pass in that situation. You seem to be developing it to become a bigger and bigger part of your arsenal. Uh, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, Nuge uh, just does just about everything out there. Um, you know, kills penalties, plays on the power play, a big part of the power play. Um, you know, and he's, uh, you know, a great five-on-five -five player. And, you know, both... Uh, both those both those goals he has a, a huge impact on and if he's not there they they, they don't go in so um you know obviously a great player and uh, fun to play with and uh obviously uh you have a relationship with uh um matthews uh that developed a bit more this summer with uh, training and everything like that uh is there a sense of humor involved or you could uh Send him a text tonight and tell him you're one back. Uh, uh, no, definitely not. Uh, I think um, you know winning games is more important. Um, you know, doing whatever uh, whatever each of us can to, to help our teams do that. Obviously, he's had a tremendous year and um, you know scoring lots of goals. So um, you know, just trying to do uh, do my thing out there. Derek Van Dees, Post Media. Connor, I just want to ask you about the importance. It looked like, obviously, the second game of a back-to-back for both teams looked like the legs got a little heavy in the third, but just the importance of grinding out that win and then being able to hold off, hold them off and, and just get that win by being able to grind them out in the third period. Yeah, I thought it was a great period. Um, I would have liked us to, to maybe play in the offensive zone a little bit more. It's tough to, to defend for 20, 20 minutes like that, but, you know, I thought we had our chances, um, you know, catching them coming the other way, so... Um, you, know, you kind of need to bear down when you have a team uh, team on the ropes like that, and, and then that third one could uh, could really hurt them. But you know, I loved uh, I loved the way our team played. I thought uh, you know it was solid all over. We really did a good job of clogging up the middle. D really moved pucks well and and, and broke it out well, and and Koski held us in there when he had to. And uh, Miko Koskinen today, it looked like when he gets off to a good start and settles in, he looks like he, you know, he can be really effective. It's when he gives up that early goal that maybe sometimes he struggles. What did you think of him tonight? I thought he was great. Um, you know, kind of a slow start to the game. Probably, uh, you know, let him, um, uh, you know, kind of get his feet wet and, and, and feel the puck a bit. I thought, uh, you know, our team did a good job of, of uh, limiting their chances early on. Um, you know, but he was great in the second period there when they had their little push. So um, I really liked his game and, and, and thought he was actually moving the puck quite well um, when he touched it behind there. Jason Gregor, TSN 1260. You guys have played a lot of hockey lately, lots of three and four nights. You know, sometimes maybe there, there can be a little mental fatigue as much as physical. You didn't see that tonight. There wasn't a lot of breakdowns. You know, there wasn't a lot of chances either way. You know, maybe this is just a, a maturity game for your group. And if you don't have everything, you just know how to not give up anything. Yeah, I think both teams probably didn't have their legs uh, where they wanted them to be. I think, uh, you know, we both coming off uh, a back-to-back -back with travel. I think, um, you know, everyone's playing lots of hockey. So, you know, one, one team's going to have a little more jump than the other, and, and, uh, and you have to take advantage of those nights. And, and uh, you know, when you don't have it, you have to find a way to, to win with your B or C game. So um, I thought tonight was a, a good, mature win. And uh, you guys, for whatever reason, if there's only one area you 
crumbled in as a team, it's, it's scoring into empty nets. I know tonight was obviously an offside, but um, kind of a, something you can laugh about, I guess, after, but it seems to be a kind of a weird issue for your team this year. Yeah, you know, we've, uh, we haven't been good with them. I think, uh, you know, we've missed a couple where we've had good looks, and tonight obviously got a little crossed up at the blue line. So, um, you know, but that kind of goes back to my comment about putting teams out when, when you have them down. I think uh, the empty net is a, a big part of that. Um, you know, you look kind of what happened afterwards. They, they had a couple chances to tie that game, and, you know, we're, we're maybe talking about a different story. So, um, you know, kind of funny to laugh at, I guess, but something we, we, we seriously need to bear down at. Rob Chichkowski, Post Media. Hi, Connor. Uh, I mean, the offense can come for you guys, generally speaking. You you know that. But what you sort of really improved on is goals against in the last little while. You're not giving up much of anything. <laughs> to what extent has that become like a, a main focus for you guys? I mean, it's always a main focus for us. I know. Uh, I know it doesn't always look like that. Um, you know, we're always talking about it. Always trying to. Uh, to limit chances, uh, you know, limit mistakes, and and uh, you know, keep the puck out of our net. It's such a big part of the game. Um, you know, offense comes, uh, um, you know, however it does. You know, whether it's a power play or, or you know, finding a way to get a chance or, or whatever. But you know, keeping the puck puck out has to be a, a full team effort. And I thought uh, it was it was uh, it was evident tonight. With the schedule set up the way it is, teams really get to control their own destiny. You don't have to spend too much time at the out-of-town scoreboard because you're going to face all of the teams that you need to get past. I mean, as a player, how much of uh, how much do you enjoy that? No, they're fun games to be a part of. I think, uh, you know, it's kind of a playoff mentality already. Um, you look at the two in Calgary, I thought, you know, even going back to Vancouver, I thought, uh, you know, our last, uh, our last four games have had that type of feel, and I think uh, it will continue that way throughout. Um, you know, everyone's... Uh, Everyone's kind of in the race and, and uh, you know, a couple off nights and it, it tightens up real quick. So, um, you know, you need to, to be on your game each and every night. Last two questions, Jim Matheson, Ryan Schrag. Jim, go ahead. Uh, Connor, you scored two goals with shots, both on the blocker side. Is that the shot that was there or are you shooting more there? I, I know you're second in the league also in shots, so you're shooting a lot this season. I mean, you take kind of what's given, I think. Uh, you know, you have a, a shot kind of in mind, and if it's there, you take it. If not, you, you look for another option. So, you know, that's kind of the shot that presented itself both times. And uh, the 2-1 lead you pointed at the end of the game there, is that, were you talking about Shifley almost scoring there at the end of the game, the puck bounced over his stick? Yeah, I thought they had a couple looks there at the end of the game. Um, you know, obviously after the offside call, um, kind of a big swing in the game, and... Um, you know, they, they, they have a potent offense. Their forward group is as good as they come, and, and they got a couple of good D-men. So, um, you know, they can score goals, but, uh, you know, we got the, got the bounces, I guess. Ryan Rashog, TSN. Connor, can you just speak to um, the development in Pugliarby's game that he's out there with you defending a lead with a minute left and just maybe reflect on how far that game has come from where it was a while back? He's definitely come a long way. Um, you know, he's understanding, uh, um, you know, the other side of the puck. I think, uh, you know, it's pretty clear how hard how hard on pucks he is. Um, you know, opens up space for, for Nuge and I and, and gets pucks back. And, um, and he's got a, a, a long reach and, and, you know, kind of pokes pucks. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely been solid. Um, you know, it's, like you said, he's come a long way. You guys will get 
a well-earned day off tomorrow. And I know you get a few of these a month, Connor, but when you're playing as much hockey as you guys are playing, uh, are these days off just more critical than they feels like they've ever been? Yeah, you definitely have to take advantage. Um, you know, you don't get many and, and um, you know, like you said, we're playing lots of hockey and, and uh, you know, the, the game matters each and every night. So you have to take uh, advantage of your rest when you can get it and, um, you know, come, uh, come back to the rink uh, refreshed. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.